You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. I was thinking maybe I, uh... I should sing a song to start off the podcast, or should I end a song? Uh, Of course, I have a good Neil Young song today, uh, Helpless, which uh, I feel uh, sometimes around the house, just helpless. But uh, maybe I'll end the podcast with a song. That's what people are used to, me ending the podcast with a song. Are you still here? Um, so uh, that's what I'll do. I uh, the 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 um, the uh, the tweets that I get are all like they, speak up. The, the the tweets that I get are all. I'm gonna move closer to you. <laughs> you like that? Um, are all don't let them sing anymore. So just so they're know. saying don't let me sing. Yeah, like they, like tweets. as though they think I have any control. I'm getting over tweets at that love my singing and they love it brings back great memories some of the songs I sing because you don't hear these songs on the radio nowadays with all the new type of stuff you know the the Lady Gaga's and the Adele's and stuff like that you don't hear I can't believe you even came up with those those are the only two I know and you don't come up you don't hear good songs like you know uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young or Cat Stevens or Temptations. You should get a, or, uh, or, a uh, man. Maybe, you know, the Kinks really or King Crimson. Vinyl. What's that? You should listen to some vinyl. Uh, do you know the uh, chord of the king, uh, the Kings? I don't even remember the song. Or the chord of the uh, Crimson King, huh? From King Crimson? Chord Crim- of the Crimson King? Yeah, from King Crimson. Oh, from do you King know, Crimson. No. Do you know who Emerson Lake and Palmer is? I do, I've heard of them. You don't know any songs? I can't. Uh, brain salad surgery. Give me three songs and I'll tell you which one it is. I, I Brain salad surgery. That's uh, one of their songs? Yeah, it's from their album. That sounds cool. I don't, yeah, it's a cool, but I don't know the names of their songs. I wasn't a big Emerson, Lake, and Palmer well, fan. Then, you know, this. That was kind of a bluff that yeah, I got caught yeah. in. Yeah, you know, lawyers, they don't ask questions, they don't know the answers. Okay, to. how about, uh, do you know, do you know any songs by, uh, Mata Hoople? No. How about Humble Pie? Uh, with, with... I don't know if I've heard of them or not. Humble Pie, Peter Frampton, you know who oh, Peter... Oh, I know Peter Frampton. He was in Humble Pie first, and then Steve Marriott took his place. Okay. How about... You Is this know, designed to, like, I am smart? No, how about the Allman Brothers? I do Brothers? know things. How about Allman Brothers? You know Allman Brothers? Yeah. Sweet I Melissa? I love Allmans, first of all. Sweet Melissa? They're healthy. Uh, Jessica, No Way Out, I would eat some Whipping Post. Right do we have any? We don't have any almonds. Okay, let me ask who else uh, do you know? Do you know... Why are you doing this? Because I'm just asking. I wasn't a big fan of Pink Floyd. Led Zeppelin? 
I know who they are. Name a uh, Led Zeppelin song. I don't know. Stairway to Heaven or something. Oh, God, that's so <laughs> Pink hacky. Floyd. No, no. Pink Floyd's the name of a band, oh. stupid. <laughs> See, I'm just trying to hit you to some old-time good music. You don't say, I'm going to hip you, and then to something that's like How about Anne, years ago. Anne Murray? She's from Canada. I know who Anne Murray is. I cried a tear. You wiped it dry. I was confused. Was she like a like you cleared a my mind? And I, she was part of that scene. That song when I was in rehab. Yeah. When I was in rehab, they used to do like song therapy, and I they, I think that song has something to do with recovery. I cried a tear. You gave me strength when I was at whatever. I don't know the the complete lyrics. I should print them out, but uh, they played that song and like. That's when you start crying and stuff in a rehab, and some of your feelings start coming back because you're you've been numbed out for years. From so drugs. they go completely with the theory that you had feelings before you started drinking. Yes, I had feelings, and uh, what was another song they played? Do you uh, think you have too many feelings? And you try to shut them out. I have bad feelings towards you. I I realized now. I was going to be nice I, to you today. That was my that was my goal. I realize a new person you're fooling around with. He's, he's uh, Jewish because... Okay, give me hints, then I'll try to figure out who it is. I don't know who it is, but my hint was when I came home and I saw that bread, the chali. <laughs> she had whole wheat chali. And that's uh, Jew Isn't bread. It? That's Jew bread, and there's no reason I you would... I thought it was black bread. I thought it was challah. No, you would never... <laughs> okay, Lisa. Uh, there's no way you would go out and buy Jew bread, being the anti-Semitic you are, and unless I like a lot of Jew things. Name three Jew things you like. The bread. I like a lot of the. Uh, I like matzo ball soup. Um, and I like Woody Allen movies. And um, I like Albert Brooks. Like there's lots. Yeah. Yeah, but still, you would never go out and buy that I like type of bread. I like the inventions of the Jews. Yeah, you want me to name some? You want me to go get my list here? Talk for a I second. I know some of them from you. Okay, hold on. They're like some vaccine or something. Hold on. Or wait, was that is that a Jew name or an actual thing? Um, I've always dated Jewish men. That's because I like I like Jews. Oh, and wow. and I have a tiny vagina. Oh wow! <laughs> so, yeah. Pulling up material from the from the old act. People like to hear some. Uh, some jokes once in a while. Oh, hold on, I'll give you some uh, some uh, Jew Make stuff. Make a note to yourself. You know, because people sit and choose this and choose that and, you know, I what's going to happen? I don't think people happen? hate Jews as much as Jews want to No, believe. it's true. Uh, I mean, I okay. did live in a very Jewish neighborhood when I lived in Los Angeles and a very Hasidic Jewish neighborhood and sometimes it would get, like, this is what I think happens. Well, Hasidics are a whole other level. Okay, but can I just finish my thought or not i think what happens is that like people in canada you know where i grew up it's all white people you know and so they would always be like i we're not we're not racist we're not racist but they're never around any other culture to even know you know what i mean oh there's indians so, but there's indians they're racist against indians but then they act like that's different but that's only because there, there's a lot of Indian reservations around. Well, here's one that... Uh, you, but uh, when I lived near the Hasidic Jews, I'm just well, going to say, that they would double park all the time and stuff, 
Oh, there's a reason I hate. I you don't know the traffic would already be a problem, and you oh, and they don't. Then then there'd be no traffic on. I think it was Fridays. They didn't after drive sundown. Fridays, sundown Fridays. Which, the high holy till I always sundown that, Saturday. That was weird because, quite frankly, they need the practice. Wow, <laughs> your bits are killing. But uh, well, who am I killing with? There's no one here. To well, laugh. I'm. Sp- I laugh when you're funny. Um, but you like a different kind of comedy. Yeah, funny. You like a more. <laughs> you, you like it to be entertaining. Um, well, here's a couple. Uh, and then one time when I was in the laundromat, they were so aggressive to get their stuff in the laundromat. People are into aggressive. the dryer. Well, and stuff. you can't go Hasidics. That's like that's like taking like you know uh, fundamentalists and saying all. You know, I know. Like, I'm not saying all saying, Jews. I'm just saying. I'm just giving you my one thing that happened. You know, not. And not, then I found myself in the middle of the laundromat and go, "Oh, Jews." Yeah, like mo- that, and I was like, "What's happening?" To Most me? people don't like Hasidics. Even Jews don't like Hasidics. Hasidics don't like Orthodox. Orthodox don't like Reformed. And Reformed doesn't like me. I wasn't like saying, me. "Oh, these Hasidics upset me." Now I don't like all Jews. I'm just saying, I felt like I was forced, like they forced racism upon me. Or well, all right, here's a couple. Like you know. Uh, throughout history, you know, like when I would shop at their little grocery store, all right, and stuff, already, and I'd be getting like milk and meat. And I'd always be like, "Oh, I'm not eating them together," you know. They, You'd go, "I'm not eating them together." Yeah, is that what you? Because they would look at you like They'd that. They look at me like. All right, here's wig. a couple. Uh, here's a couple discoveries from uh, Jews. Here's one you would have liked from Doctor Wasserman: the test for syphilis. Uh, <laughs> After just leaving with you, yes. Uh, insulin discovered by Dr. Nuslin. Uh Vitamins, which I take daily. And I thought fish oil is supposed to make you poo better. I'm not pooing good. So I'm going to go buy Metamucil today. Meta what? Metamucil. Okay, Metamucil. Or Metamucil, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Metamucil. Metamucil. Uh, vitamins discovered by Dr. Funk. <laughs> Don't forget to take your Metamucil. Uh, the polio vaccine, Dr. Silk. The polio Dr. pill. Silk. Yes, very smooth guy. Mm-hmm. Doctor polio pill by Doctor Sabin. The chic test for the chic test for diphtheria. Okay. Also. How are you spelling chic? Uh, right here. S C A I C K. Almost. Stick. Chloral hydrate. A Jew would definitely invent a shtick test, right? Strep, My life shtick. We're strep, doing shtick over here. Strep my, my whatever. That sort of sounded Italian. I'm so good. You want me to do it? And then I put Gary Goldman, funny and good dresser. Uh, I love Gary Goldman. He was on the other night. He's a good seed. He's Gary a very tall, handsome Jewish man. Very, ha- oh, very funny. Very funny. See, I go by... I go by. He's underrated. He, he's the guy. He's not underrated. underrated. He Everybody underrated. knows how funny he is. No, but I mean, like maybe the public doesn't know him as well as they should. But he's very funny. I listened to his new CD. He asked me to listen to it to to help uh, edit it or say what should come in or out, stay in and take out. Yes. What the fuck are you laughing? I have a good ear for things. No, no. I think you. Yeah. I mean, when you hear a word, you immediately know if it's the right word or not. You have a very good evening. I listened to his new CD, which is, uh, I think, coming out on Comedy Central uh, albums, or, I mean, records, or whatever the fuck they call it. And it's very, very funny. Very funny man. He's a funny man. He's very funny. I uh, worked 
You know, it's weird. I worked this weekend up at the Poconos. Uh, I did Last Coming Standing with Gary Goldman. No, you only did one episode. He did the whole season. Well, no, you did a couple more. They brought you back. You kind of got you kind of got. Do you really think I got kicked out at the very beginning? No, I didn't. I made it all the way to the house. So now, thank you for standing in for my mother while I say this. That yes, I was the first one kicked out of the house, but but I I beat out like twenty thousand people to get there. Okay, to get to the house. Yeah, my my family still thinks I was the worst comic in America because I was the first one kicked out. But (laughs) and now you're, you know. Scratching an old wound. Thank you. Uh, first of all, oh, my sister's have... listening to this one. I beat out a lot of people to get to be the first one kicked out of the all house. those people that stood online, right? In every city, all those people. It was like idle stadiums full of people. Stadiums. At least I didn't them. lose season after season like you did. I didn't lose. I came into. I top. chose not to do it again. The third season. I did it okay, the third and season. I was told by Barry Katz that I would never work in this town again. And <laughs> Wait, what he town? was correct. <laughs> Turns out he was right. He didn't say you'll never work in this yeah, town again. Yeah, he left these messages saying like, because they, they were doing season one, which you were on, was going to go head to head with season two. And that was the third season. Yeah, season, season one against season two. And I refused to do it because I had... A bad experience. I felt I had a bad experience and that they portrayed me weird. And it's not even that they portrayed me weird or whatever. It was that, like, so many things were wrong about it, what happened in there. And, um... Why Go ahead. I, I mean, whatever. I could go into it, but... Go ahead. Anyway, so, uh... I chose not to do it because I felt like, well, why go back into a, something that you don't feel like is a right fit for you? And, uh... Barry really wanted me to do it, and so I mean, I guess he was one of the producers. He was one of the producers, and the other creators would call me, and they call me too. And Barry Katz's messages would start off like, "Hey, Bonnie, you're you know you're a great talent. I've always liked is this your you. impression? Yeah, that's my impression. It's, uh, just, it's dead on. First of all, perfect. And then at the end of the the message, it was like he got himself worked up in the middle of the message. He'd be like, and you're never going to work in this town again. You're done. You're through. I wish I'd saved those messages because I actually, I was so freaked out. I deleted them. Does that include like roofing and, you know, Yeah, like, no, I I tried to get a waiting job. (laughs) Couldn't nothing? nothing. You could get nothing in that town? You couldn't sell cars? Okay. You had to work out of your house under an <laughs> alias. <laughs> I know. I was like... <gasps> Didn't you go on stage with somebody else? I had to. I remember one time you were on stage and they cut the mic off and I heard over the loudspeaker, uh, Barry said, you're never going to work in this town. Um, we just got a call from Barry Katz. You're going to have to leave the stage. I did remember doing a show one time in L.A. It was in the Valley. I think it was called The Ha Ha Comedy Club or something. Do you remember that? Yeah. Place? And... In the middle of my set, the guy who booked me... In the middle, so that would be two minutes. Go ahead, that was a joke. Well, very funny. (laughs) Very. Whoa, you got me. Well, it was a math joke. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think what he's trying to say is I only do four-minute sets. (laughs) Okay? So in case you didn't get it. All right, so go ahead. I start winding it up around three and a half, so pay attention. Um, so in the middle of it, I wish I could remember the guy's name. 
We know the comedian who booked the, the, the show or whatever. The guy that booked that show we worked there used to work on the Stern show. Wasn't it that guy, uh, Casey? No, but it, well, that wasn't the guy who... In the middle of my set, the guy who booked me, the comedian, his name keeps coming into my head and then I forget it right away. Adam? No. no. He, uh, I'll tell you later. And he, um, uh, he goes, okay, that's enough. Get off. Get off, Bonnie. And I was like, what is happening? But apparently he'd gotten in a fight with the owner. And so then he was like, fine, I'm pulling my show. But it just so happened to be in the middle of my set. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'm insecure. I thought it was like I just wasn't doing well enough. I was working years ago at a club, The Wooden Nickel. I was working with that comic, D.F. Sweetler. You know the one who always mm -hmm. hosts at the comedy strip? He has his picture right at the very... <laughs> beginning of beginning the comedy At the comedy strip, right when you walk in above the, uh, what do you call it, the, the hostess? Yeah. Thing. And for a very long time, I thought he owned the comic strip. <laughs> He's so Jewy. He's so And excited. I, because he would always host there and his picture was right there. Yeah. I gave him way more respect, I suppose, than necessary. Well, I'm working with him and he's on stage and... I think he's like, you know, the waitresses are making noise, this and that. And it's, it was a one-nighter at the Wooden Nickel, and he's yelling at the waitresses this and, and and getting mad because they're going to the salad bar and stuff. And he gets off, and I get on stage, and I'm doing my set, and all of a sudden I see him running around the salad bar being chased by the owner. What? <laughs> the owner was trying to beat him up. No, <laughs> yeah. for real? Yeah. What could he have possibly done? Because he was he was being mean to the wait staff when he was on stage, and uh, do you have Sweetler? Yeah, he doesn't even seem like that. Not kind mean. Of he was like aggravated, like you know, Julie. Oh, for real? Like yeah, and then oh, I, wasn't like just a. Uh, and he got and wasn't I wasn't just shtick. And then when I got off stage, he goes, "The owner tried to beat me up." I go, "Why did he watch your set or something?" And and it was really funny. There was a comic, too. That wasn't a really good story. There was a comic. Well, I like the image of him yes, running around. The, being running, yeah. There was a comic. Being they used good. to do a, a, a one-nighter called Michael's up in, like, Westchester or somewhere. I don't know where it was. And all that's where the uh, New York uh, Giants had their training camp. And they would come to the show, and they were drunk, and they were rowdy. And I forget what comic. It could have been DF or somebody was on stage. Mm -hmm. And they were stop. And they were, they were, uh, and they were. He was bombing, and they, they were heckling. Come on, scram! Look at, look at. This is important. We're doing a, a podcast, and this is our ticket out of here, Raina. Do you want to live in a mansion? Do you want to live in a big, big house? I don't think the, the podcast is the ticket to a big, big house. Oh yeah. Well, what's her name? Did a podcast, New York Times. Scram. Nikki Glaser uh, does her podcast, the like New York Times. Beat it. Get her out of here. I can't. What am I going to do? Take her. Listen. Smack her upside the head. Listen. Do it. Listen. Do you want me to smack you? Listen. So Nikki Glaser does a podcast. New York Times wrote about it. Hey, get, get, get out of here. Beat it. Nobody wants to hear you. I'm telling you. You can say one thing and leave. I'm serious. Say one thing. Say one thing. Say one thing normal and go. Be normal. My name is Raina Doody Dada Scram. Okay, this is getting out. Everybody's on. You, you were cute the second episode. Take her out. Take her out. I'll tell stories. Take her. How do you do this with a kid?
Yeah, Come on, man. Got a doodle. Scram. Mommy's getting mad. Look at her face. Look at I. I look, look, I look at that face all the time. Come on, this is this is a train wreck. Uh oh. Anyhow, so there's comics on stage at Michael's, and they're all rowdy. I was a drunken one nighter club. I forget what comic it was, so I don't want to say their name. I think it was like you know uh, Ken Casper or D.F. Sweetler or uh, Harry Free. I think it was Harry Freeman. Just some you know a regular boring type of comic. And they were eating them alive, and and one of the giants yelled, "Get off the stage! You stink!" And and get off. And you know, it wasn't like Lawrence Taylor, but it could have been it was someone like that. And the comic says, "I can't. I have to do my show so I can get paid." And the, and uh, the the football player yells, "What do you get paid?" And he yelled, "A hundred dollars." And the uh, the football player said, "Here's two hundred. Get off the stage." And paid him two hundred to to get off the stage. That's a good story. Yeah, that's not a bad story. Did you hear the whole story? Because I've heard tell it, it again. many times. You did hear it? Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard you tell that story. You want me to tell the, the Daryl Hammond story? A good Daryl Hammond story? Yeah. Uh, I knew Daryl. I worked with Daryl in Florida years ago. Down in. Years and years ago, in I forget what what part of Florida, wherever horse country is, Ocala, the nicest guy in the world, and I and he was a real quiet, timid guy, and he comes to New York and he he finally comes to New York for the first time. He gets work up here. He's at the Penny Arcade, which was a hot little comedy club. It was a real comedy club. My dream in life was to work the Penny Arcade. That was my dream when I started. Wow. When I started comedy, I go someday I'll work the Penny Arcade. Okay, I'm serious. And then, oh, I, know you're I mean, this I was before Rascals. This voice. is before Rascals. The Penny Arcade was a comic. I mean, oh. the top top comics, all of them worked. Mm-hmm. They all worked Freddy's first. Mm-hmm. Freddy, you know, Eddie Murphy worked for every major comic worked Freddy's in Burnersville. Mm-hmm. It was a one-nighter. And then uh, the uh, Penny Arcade. And this was, I guess, in the early 80s. So Daryl uh, comes up, and he's supposed to headline... And I and he's new. And when you're a new comic and whatever, I don't care who you are. You stink. I stunk. I still stink, and I've been doing it forever. Uh, I think they bumped him down to middle the next night. You know, he was having a tough time because he was he was quiet. Anyhow, so then the next week he's working at Shooting Star, which is in Yonkers, and this is all like uh, goombas and gangsters and guido i mean it, it was a rough club it was a rough club so he walks out on stage the headline and he's talking and they're yelling and screaming and, and he can't get a word out and you know it's just like it's like a knife fight out there and then he he says on the mic he goes folks uh or people if you listen to this you might find this kind of funny and some guy stands up and yells he's wounded let's get him <laughs> Right, and then he became the longest ever running cast member on Saturday Night Live. Oh, Isn't that insane? That's this story—that's a good story. That's not a bad story. I know, but you really could have. You didn't need all. I don't know why the Penny Arcade even got brought up. Oh, because his first week here was a disaster. His second week was worse. Oh. Okay. okay. You know, I listen. I worked the Poconos this weekend, and I used to work the Poconos for it was like six hundred a weekend. I think it was. 300 a night or three shows. Yeah, it was like 300 a night, 600 back in the day. And one of the, uh, there was three resorts. And each resort had like a, 
you know, one of the, like a cruise director. I don't know what they call them. You know, like a resort director. Mm -hmm. And and a couple of them liked me. Merle loved me. Bird liked me. But this one guy at one of the resorts hated me. I was on stage, and I was a racist then, too. And uh, I think I got some complaints. And he came up to me. Wait, you are racist? No, some of my jokes were racist or supposedly racist, but they're not racist. Racial, sorry, because I'm not a racist. Because, you know, every time I call you a racist, you get really upset with me. Because I'm not a racist. I'm so far. I like. You said because I'm racist. I meant racial. Some of my jokes were racial. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I had to clear it up because I was like, oh, my argument finally. No, I'm not. I mean, there's certain. There's certain. Ethnicities I don't like. They're what? Certain ethnicities oh, I don't ethnicities. like. Ethnicities, okay. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Can you say it one more time? Ethnicities. Oh, because I was saying it wrong. So it's ethnicities. <laughs> <laughs> That's like. I'm like someone who's racist but ignorant. It's like, there's a lot of ethnicities I don't like. <laughs> Keep those other ethnicities away from me. They're dumb. <laughs> so, you Is know. Is that really how you think it's supposed to be? Or saying? ethnic groups. Okay, sure. Then. You could say it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Are uh, you a xenophobe, do you think? Or? Yeah, no, I'm not a xenophobe. That's that's racist. That's someone, that, well, certain groups, yeah. But not the whole, you know, just... You know, if you break them down to individuals, there's certain people I like, but the whole groups and all, all in all kind of get on your nerves. And I've talked about this. And that's okay. You know, I'm not a big fan of Hasidics and I'm a Jew. So, you know, it's not like, you know what I'm saying. So. Individually, I like everyone as a group. So if I don't like, that's like the worst thing you could probably say. That really is what makes you a racist, right? I don't know. I'm not even really paying attention. I'm. It's more about me today. That so seemed, okay. So, I was working, and one guy pulls me out after the show. And goes, uh, "This is at the let's let's at the Poconos. This is at the Poconos. One of the resorts. Two goes, of the guys like you. One two, of them doesn't. No, three. Phil like me. Bird and Merle like me. And who doesn't like you? I don't remember the guy's name. You don't okay. usually remember the people's names that don't like you. Well, that's. And he Sometimes said, he goes, you're the worst. I don't like you. I don't like your material. You'll never work here again. So I st- didn't work there for a while. Then I asked the last comment. people like that, though, that I kind of admire. What? <laughs> because most people wouldn't say it. They'd just be like, later, as soon as you left, they'd be like, I don't like that guy. I don't like his material. And he's never going to work here again. But that guy, like, had the balls to say Yeah, well, I, then I was working. I worked there again this weekend, making over five times the money. And I'm on stage, I go, isn't it weird how I got fired from here and I'm here again doing the same type of crap? And the audience, well, he would know. Well, I did do it to that guy. Yeah, go over 10 minutes. Give her some candy. Give her something. Give her some, give her a lollipop or something. Shut her up. Give her some candy. That's what we do. We give our kid candy when she's bad. Uh... So anyhow, I worked at Poconos this weekend, and it was uh, it was great. It was fun. Cove Haven, it's like a showroom. I mean, they had you know Eddie Griffin was there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I guess uh, who else is coming up there? Howie Mandel. I mean, it's it's a great uh, showroom, and they the crowd was great. The only problem is like it's all couples, 
So even if you fantasize about picking somebody up, it's not going to happen because it's all couples. And this, oh, this guy last night at Paradise Stream, uh, you know, he proposes to his girl at the place, you know, in front of where he takes a picture, you know, in front of the big heart or something. He proposes to his girl. What if she would have said no? What if she would have said no? That would have been a horrible next. That would have been a horrible night in the round bed. You don't propose at the resort. You propose before you go. Because if she says no, then you don't take her. Okay. This guy proposed last night to his girl. Ugh, I hate that. So Who funny. does that in public? Ugh. And I was sitting there watching. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's a, like first of all, like it's one thing to propose in public. Like, I guess. Like, say, if you're at some party in front of all your friends and family or something. No, what are you... I don't know. I wouldn't do it there. Okay, but at a comedy club, it just seems like the well, worst possible... Like, what... Like, I don't understand how it adds up in your brain that you think, like, that's appropriate. At a comedy club? Well, last night was at the... I've always the wanted to go on afterwards and trash, but, but people are so, yeah. like, uh, ugh, yeah, it grosses fun. me out. They, they buy into it. They're like, mm. Like, and it puts the girl a, on the spot. It's not a romantic yeah. comedy venue. This is a comedy. And the girl doesn't want to say no in front of all those people. You oh, know? I've seen though people like where it's happened. See, what I think happens is a guy who's not quite sure if the girl's going to say yes will do it in a public place, therefore ensuring. But I've seen it before where the girl's eyes are like, oh, how do I get out of this? That was you um, in a mirror. Yeah. No, when you proposed to me, I knew I was going to say yes. Because you had the Oscar gift bag. I had a lot going on back in the day. Back in the day. So, uh, you know, I was reading a couple... Yeah, I really couldn't have foreseen how far this was going to fall. Oh, please, believe you me. I was such... I was thinking about this last night. We had good times together. I was such an eligible bachelor. I mean, I was fucking at the top of my game. Like I'm looking last but night. But I saw. I just recently watched the, the the video of me and you on Last Comic Standing yeah. when I was on stage and you were a judge. Yeah. And you go, oh, if you don't make it in the house, you want to come stay at my house, and I go, I'd rather be homeless. Or yeah. Whatever. It's kind of cute. Little. I looked really cute. I didn't think I. I mean, I've never thought I was like good looking, but when I look back on it, I'm like, God, I wish I had. Self-esteem, I would not have ended up with you. Yeah, but here's the thing: you look cute then. Okay, I mean you're okay now. You're not. No, I'm no. terrible. No, you're not. You look. But, you you yeah, look like a okay. housewife. You do. <laughs> yeah. Back then, you look like a, an entertainer. Now you. I had like long you look, blonde hair. You look good, but I look the same. Out every day. I look the same as I did back yeah, then. Yeah, but but looks wasn't what anybody's gonna marry you for. But back then, <laughs> back like I was last night. Your looks isn't what you're not I, leading with your looks. I was leaning, you know, having a Diet Coke at the bar, waiting to go back on stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the waitresses. And back in the day, I would have had a shot with these waitresses. Well, not, like, it's gross that you even tried. Like, a cool guy doesn't... I didn't try. Try, you know? I didn't this try. Happens. Like, if Clooney was sitting at the bar, they'd just come to him. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day they did, but they could they could feel the aura of. I've seen the girls that approach you. Okay, they're the trashiest. They're like, I mean, ugh. <laughs> you approached me. <laughs> no, I didn't. You. No. 
tried to get me. You came downstairs. I just say. was meeting everyone from Last Comic Standing. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to try to get this guy. That wasn't what it was about. Yeah, but you, you then did. Then you knew I was a comedian, and that's then I was like, oh, he knows who he is. Yeah, because you were fooling around with other comedians. I go, you know, the, you fooled around with Mark. Mark Cohen. I, I didn't know. fool around with him. I <laughs> I dated him for five years. Well, whatever. So, anyhow, uh, this is oh. So I read. I don't know why I read like one or two reviews of our podcast. You no, know, people, I no, hate no, it. Wait, I don't want to know. But here's the I'm thing. I'm not one of those people that loves. To I know. Like I don't go to the uh, O and A website anymore. It's been weeks since I went to that negative website. Uh, and I don't even go to Facebook, really, because I guess Twitter's, a, you know, I mean, it's just, who cares about, I'm getting sick of being invited to events, even though I tell people to go to mine, but I don't want to, you know. Uh, so, and some reviews are, hey, we love it, it's great, you know, I think people just, like, it's okay, it's something to kill time, you know, but people, are, it's great, it's good, it's good. But one guy goes, this is the worst Podcast I've ever heard. I mean, I don't know how many he listens to. I don't and know why which is one. He he, listening to it? I listened to two I would, episodes. I listen to podcasts where, like, within three minutes, I'm out. Really? Yeah, I don't sit around if I don't like it. What's a great podcast? I well, mean, I like what Mark the fuck with Mark Maron. But that's that's a talk show, right? It's basically an interview talk show. He interviews guests, yeah, and he's he, a good interviewer. He's, he's a very good interviewer, and um, it's just I don't know what other people would like about it because. I mean, I really genuinely only like the comedians. I mean, he interviews some music people sometimes and, and uh, actors. But I, mostly... What's some of the big big actors he interviews? Anybody? Um, like Megan Mullally and her husband. Uh, I can't remember his name. The guy that's on the office. Or he's on Parks and Rec. Didn't Rat. you get mad at one of the girls that uh, he interviewed? Mandy Kaling. Or what happened? She just was like... Well, who is she? She's on The Office, and I always liked her, and I even bought her book and uh, sent it to my sister for her birthday, and I read a lot of it before I sent it off. Get... Go! I'm not kidding around. What? All right, we'll sit on that chair. Sit on that chair and just sit. And And look cute. Don't. Anyway, she was, like, going on about how, like, she... Oh, she doesn't... You know, she was like, I would watch these girl comics, and I'd be like, oh, God, this is the best that, you know, there is. And I just thought I could do better. And she was like, you know, all these girls that just do, like, this, like, X-rated shock, shocking comedy. It's so easy. Anybody could do it and whatever. You got candy all over the floor. Just, I got a vacuum anyway. Well, you're, you're, you're... All right, I'm not going right, to talk. Go ahead, I'm not I don't want to do the podcast anymore. It's like, right. what the fuck is this? It's like, oh, it's us. I know. I can't all right, do it. it. All right, it's all right. Like, all right. No wonder the guy's like, this is the worst podcast. It is the worst podcast. I'm like, well, today, it's okay. horrible. Today is... I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> no, I begged to be let out of my contract. Nobody... No, I tell the story. What's the guy from Riotcast. I've been like, please, I can't do it anymore. He's like, no, they're gone. Please, All right. Go pick up the candy. Let go of my glasses. Go. I'm getting upset. I fucking hate the people who are listening right now. I hate you who's Why staring at my face. And you're driving me nuts. So st- stop laughing when I'm mad at you. <laughs> so she was saying that all female comics are dirty. And I hate fucking Mindy Kaling or whatever. Dumb and she became was. a comic before? She became a comic after she was on The Office. Okay, thank you. 
Stop it. I didn't kiss her, Raina did. <laughs> <laughs> Go pick up your candy and watch your your computer. All you ever want to do is watch the th- Netflix, and now you get a chance to do it. This is uninterrupted. Why... Go to the shitter. Unless you swear right now in the microphone, you have to go. So she's saying that she did... So after she started the office, she started going on the road. She was like, no, I really did it. It's like, you did it after you started... Like, it just drives me crazy that, like... It's like, that's fine. You don't have to like dirty comedy or whatever. But you have no idea what it's like to try to go up after guys who are amazing and hold the audience's attention when nobody knows or cares who you are. You know, it's a different kind of art form. It would be, like, amazing to just go on and talk about crazy little things in my head, you know, to an audience. But it's like, you know, unless, I don't know, it just drives me crazy that people, like, one time I heard Ellen DeGeneres being like, I don't think there's any reason anyone should be dirty. It's like, go fuck yourself, you dumb cunt. Fucking Pryor was don't, dirty. Yeah, Carlin. exactly. Like I didn't invent Lady. dirty comedy. It's been around. Personally, I don't think there's any need for clean comedy. It's like go watch SpongeBob. That's great comedy. It's clean. Kids can watch it. There, you're done. You got it. But do you don't need to go to a nightclub to? It's adult comedy. Well, but clean. I mean, you could be clean and be you can funny be clean too. Clean and be funny. But why is that the gold standard? Well, that's, it's not the gold. That's with some people. Look how big Louis C.K. I Look don't how denounce big, clean well, comedy, so don't denounce. Dirty well, then, comedy. then the girl that doesn't like dirty comedy says she likes Louis. Sorry, called C- Ellen a cunt. Then, <laughs> then the, the, the uh, in front of my daughter. And then the girl that said she doesn't like dirty comedy said she likes Louis C.K. Oh yeah, she was like, oh, I like Louis C.K. and David Cross and Chris Rock. It's like, well, they're not, like, are you kidding me? Like, David Cross, you, you consider a comic? Yes, I think he's, I, I think he's really good. Is he funny? Yes. I've yes. never heard him once. No, you, you played, like, five minutes of his special he did at some bar. Right. That wasn't my favorite thing. But I've seen That's him. That's the only I mean, thing I've ever seen. I've worked with him lots of times in L.A. and stuff at different shows. Is he funny or is he preachy? Like, he's funny. He... No, he's funny. He's just, he's, like, snarky and... I've never seen him once. Ironic and, you know. Yeah. It's not like a New York style of comedy where it's well, like, it I'm just going to tell the truth up here, you know. Well, to no. me, that gets a little more preachy than... Well, no, no, it's not a... It, I love, uh, like, you know, weird and different types of comics, you know, uh, that are like... Uh, like, we always say Todd Glass. Todd Glass is... Not normal. He's probably one of my favorites. Rena, stop it. You know. I'm like, I'm going to give her away. If we're going to keep doing the podcast, then I'm going to send her to live with my parents. Okay, here's the deal, Rena. You're starting to get on my nerves, and, and, and you never get on my nerves. So here's what you got to do right and now. By the way, the banging and the, all the table stuff, that's Raina. That's not me this time. Raina, so. th- this podcast we're doing right now executives are supposed to listen They're to this. They're not going to. Please don't. Like, it's like, you're always, like, promoting the podcast. I'm like, please, whatever you do, don't listen to it. To me, it's like a humiliating thing that we do. Why? This one is pretty good. We're giving a lot of They're insight. They're all horrible. They're bad. <laughs> They're not bad. I don't like doing it. I don't <laughs> want to do it anymore. We're going to do 50 well, of them. If I heard somebody doing this podcast, I'd be like, how dare they think anyone wants to listen to this crap? I know. Their kid comes in. They're not prepared. They never know if the microphone is on or not. Ugh. 
horrible. We didn't say that we were uh, technical. You know, we're not. You know, we don't have a studio. Anthony does his in his studio at home. Whatever. People have studios. Good for him. He's probably got a great podcast. Just because, oh, like that's like crazy. That's like saying like. Yeah, I, I just use my iPhone, but I'm making a TV show. What? I don't have a studio, but you want people to watch it. It's like, no, nobody's going to watch it. No, because if you have good content on your iPhone, people will watch it. How do you think uh, tons of stuff on YouTube comes from your iPhone and people watch it? short little clips. Yeah. Well, you know what? I bet you someday someone's going to make a, a movie from their iPhone. I think we should just do a let's try this, and this will be new and interesting. We'll do a three-minute podcast. No Our podcast way. will just be three minutes Someone's long. already doing stuff like that. A three-minute podcast? No, they're doing like five and ten-minute podcasts. Well, I think that's better. No. No, that's 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 cheating. That's that's. We have a lot to say. We have a we lot do? to say. We do? Yes. Because I'm bored listening to you. Whenever you get into one of your stories, I'm like, oh, God. What? I mean, it's mean, and I don't mean to be mean. Tell one of your stories. Tell one of your stories. You you if you what? go over there, I'll buy. It. We'll get what? She wants a toy. Yeah, well, she, I told her that if she was good. We'd buy her a little toy today when we went out. But do you want a toy? All right, then go over and watch. She's her. too late. It's too late. She's already disrupted. All right, you can get a toy if you go over there. A small toy. Now go. You can get a toy if you say something funny right now. Who's? Uh, no one can even understand. No one what can you're understand you. You're you used to be. Why do you do such yeah. weird voices? No, no. <laughs> Who's there? Boo. Boo who? Stop crying. Oh, that's funny. Now go go watch your thing. Okay. See you later. Go Come on, this time. Toys point. in your room. Okay. I'm gonna right. wrap it up. I no. can't do it anymore. It's been long enough. We've no, it's not long. Through enough. Let's call this hostage. This is not a. This is not one of our better podcasts, and I don't want to let this out. What do you mean, let it out? I mean, I want to turn it around, make it funny. I think we redo an entirely new one. This is the problem. I've thought about redoing entire new ones like almost every time, but I'm too lazy. And uh, what makes me think it's going to get better? Well, because I think this started off very well when she was quiet. She's making too much noise, and that's your fault. You said you would have her under control. I told her that you would buy her a toy. She was good. I thought that was going to do it. And then you keep bringing up your birthday's coming up. Oh, you know my birthday's coming up. My well, birthday. I tell Raina what I want so she'll re- repeat it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Have I ever got you a bad present? No. Ever? Never. Why are you getting defensive? Because I don't understand you keep, why you're you keep, getting defensive. You keep bringing it up like I'm not going to get you something. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I talked about my birthday three times this the, week. Three times? Yeah. I said, you know, my birthday's you, coming up. You exaggerate. And then I said, are you, are you throwing me a surprise party? No. Who does that? And then I never I, today, about this that. morning, I told Raina some things that I wanted. Do you want, maybe I could have a party. Oh, who could oh we, I'm sorry. Did I talk about myself three times too many? Who could I invite week? to the party? We should have a party. Have a dinner. Don't but then, invite that one. If we have a dinner, that means i got to pay for it. No, we no. should have we should have a no. dinner. Yeah. No. I'm living with you. So we should have a dinner somewhere, like with friends. <gasps> when we went to uh, Marina's Raina, party, Raina, enough. Look how she's doing. 
See, now Bobby Kelly had a good party. Can we finish? Why do you want to drag it out? I'm done. So I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry this podcast stinks. No, hold on. What do you want to plug? No, you're not singing a song. First of all, really? This week we, it's so you and bad, I, and then that's way. I mean, are you all, kidding me? First of all, this and week, I don't even want to be this person that's always complaining about. Well, really, then don't of, get up in the morning. Okay, but I mean, it's like I can't stop laughing at you. <laughs> I can't because it's like you do things that annoy me. I have to do a podcast I don't like. Like you do like constant. it deep down, and you're the one who said, "Hey, let's do the podcast." Yeah, because I knew you were gonna fucking bring it up eight thousand times today if I didn't just get it over with. First of all, this so, week we gotta do a podcast today. We gotta do a podcast today. We gotta do a podcast today. You love it, and you love the sound of your voice, and you just no, I don't. It gives love me anxiety. talking into a microphone. Well, then stop doing it. No, I love doing it. End it. No, you don't end it. Okay. We have a lot of fans that depend on us. Kill me then. <laughs> we have a lot. Kill me on this podcast. <laughs> we have people that depend on us. They, they look forward to this. This week, you Randy, and I... Go get a knife and then plunge it into my heart. This this week, you Please. and I are at the Arlington Cinema Please. Draft House. You know that? We're at the Arlington Cinema Draft House this weekend. Yes. My cousin's coming. He goes, I'm bringing 30 friends... I, now, of course, I would get my cousin and his wife in free. He's my favorite cousin, right? And he's bringing 30 people. He goes, we're bringing people from Ireland. Do you have Irish material? Look, I don't take fucking requests, okay? But he goes, you know. Well, you know uh, what it is? The people think if you're a comedian that you're going to enjoy a little bit of humor, but they don't know you like I know you. What do you mean? Do I, no. He thinks he's being funny. No, he was serious. I was, you know, if you got anything that you could do relating to Ireland or something, maybe do? I'll what, light up. What a bomb on stage. <laughs> so, and then he goes, you know, and he insinuated, and of course I'd get him and his wife in free. Listen, of course I'd get I'm him listening. and his wife, him and his wife in free, but don't like fucking. Oh, you want me to listen to something you already just said? Well, he's bringing people. We're at the Arlington Cinema Draft House. That's a great gig. We like it there. They're nice to us. It's fucking a theater. Hold on. You know, they're good people. All right, here's uh, so at the Arlington Cinema Draft House, uh, March, what is it, 23rd, 24th? Now I have to go lay in the bed Friday, and think so. about what I've done wrong here today. No, you were great. I think you didn't tell that story about the girl very well, though. I think both of you were, I think that was really bad. <laughs> what? I think that was really bad. What was bad? This podcast? Yeah, because right. of you. Because you ruined it. All right, Rain, I'm going to sing a song. You ready? Yeah. It's a Neil Young song. It's called Helpless. Why is he that? Please tell him not to do There that. is a town in North Ontario oh with dream, comfort, memory to spare. And in my mind, I still need a place to go. All my changes were there. Blue, blue windows behind the stars yellow moon on the rise big birds flying across yeah, the sky no, no business Leave this us is a bad podcast helpless 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 <laughs> helpless and while, that, while a dog is howling in the background and Rich is singing imagine me plunging a knife deep into my heart good night yeah good night Richard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, folks. Uh, this is another no, one. No, no uh, for you. 
can she be quiet? I, I, I didn't sing this really well because I don't know the words. Rich. But I'll do the end part, no. this part. When it's over. It's over. Oh. Helpless, 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 helpless. Blue, blue windows behind the stars. Yellow moon on the rise. Big birds flying across the sky. Throwing shadows on our eyes. I'm going to have to work on this one. It's a tough one. Anyhow, uh, this week, the Arlington Cinema Draft House. Thank you for listening. My wife hates me. Buy my CD, still empty inside on iTunes. Bonnie has a CD coming out. When she finds my recorder, she lost. I don't have a CD coming out. I know, she doesn't have a CD coming out because she lost my recorder and lavalier mic. You want me to cut it off? All right. All right. I don't think that one went as well as last week. We'll see. It was so bad. What's that? It was so, so bad. It wasn't so, so bad. How do you know? You're four years old. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.